Don't have a good day. Have a great day. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on first. Let me mention, my dear Watson. What's in the box? Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Frankly, right here, I don't give a damn. But why male models? Why so serious? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Well, nobody's perfect. Go ahead. Make my day. My name is Guy. Sunday should be warm and sunny, just a scattering of drive-bys. And I live in paradise. I've got a best friend. This is the greatest cup of coffee of all time. Oh, oh! Mondays, am I right, Joe? You said it, Guy. Yeah! And I work at the bank. Everybody's out of the bank! I thought I had everything I needed. But then I met her. Everybody down on the ground. Everybody except you. Me? Please, I have a cold fish. There is something inside you, guy. I don't want something inside me. They expected you to just follow the rules, but you are so much more than that. Put these on. Okay. Fine. I do. Oh my god! What are these trick glasses or something? Guy, there is no easy way to say this. This world, it's a video game. You're not real. Please stop my oh, And the guy responsible for this world was going to destroy it. You've met God? Yes, he's an absolute troll. Trolls exist. Welcome everybody to Pop Culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason. And I'm Monica. In this episode, we are talking about Free Guy, the movie that we probably should have seen a while ago. But hey, there was that little pandemic kicking around. So uh, we we got it this year. And uh, so starring Ryan Reynolds, produced by Ryan Reynolds. And I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of other things for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> probably yes yeah um this this feels like some sort of strange extension of deadpool i don't know why i kept getting deadpool vibes throughout <laughs> the movie. Uh, sort of yeah i guess it, it, it's ryan reynolds really ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds it's mm. yeah he he has this weird knack for playing acerbic innocence or naivety. It, it's sort of like, yeah. how can someone <laughs> dryly make this commentary but seem so naive or ignorant at the same time? And he manages to do it so like well. Like some of the filthiest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, um, it's like a contradiction that works. So I think I was, I know Jason was really excited about this movie. I was excited about it too. It was like, like, I don't know how you feel, Monica, <laughs> to Jason and I both being pretty big video games. It seemed to sort of tick a lot of boxes of stuff that I personally would like to see made fun of. Yeah, I, I'm not a gamer or anything um, like that, but I thought this film was so much fun. Um, it's self-aware. It's sweet. It's clever. Um, there's a lot to like about it. Um, I was so surprised by how much I really enjoyed myself with this movie. <laughs> yeah, it yeah was, I had, it's, had fun. Yeah, it's set out to be that, and it's set out to be fun. And I think there was not much more to what it intended. I mean, there was sort of like a slight thing for 
you know, doesn't matter if you're the background person sort of idea, but uh, beyond you're, that, you're there wasn't a lot for the to it. <laughs> it was, oh, no, they, they made it pretty explicit, <laughs> you know, gathering them all together and that, but it was, um, it was like no one's less valuable, I guess, was the idea. Yeah, yeah that was it. exactly right. It's sort of like if you put Grand Theft Auto, Pleasantville and the Truman Show together and just gave it this sort of a sweet candy vibe it was yeah that's what i was thinking about the entire movie i'm like this is like the sweet version of grand theft auto let's yeah. start i watched the movie with my wife and she's like is this what grand theft auto is like <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, and I'm, like, me. I'm like kind of she's like you could just go up and like shoot somebody on the street i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Run them over, like, do all sorts mortified. of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's it is just that. a way to it's... hurt somebody. I'm like, they're not real, honey. <laughs> but what if they were? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> um, but yeah, it was this interesting mishmash of Grand Theft Auto as the basis, I guess, for the game. But then yeah, I guess it had things like, like Ralph Breaks stuff. the Internet, uh, Ready Player One. I found all of these sorts of elements being drawn from and put together there but it was done in such a slick lollipop of a film way um, i don't say popcorn film i say lollipop because it was sweet yeah. and easily digestible and you can uh sort of sit back and just enjoy it it's uh no brain beater there no <laughs> not at all but you also have this intricate world building and you have these people coming in to play the game and you also get to see their personalities behind the screens with the skins that they're using and also how they sort of gel with this world that's sort of built for them and the interactions they have with um, these, I guess, in Ryan Reynolds' case, this sentient AI. Yeah, he's, he's, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the, uh, yeah, the, the implications of an NPC are... <laughs> not wanting to be pushed around anymore but in a in a kind of wholesome way yeah, yeah it was um, very clever in that respect in terms of how it comes about being the ai i found that was very very well written into it the sort of the romance aspect and mm. what sparked did, it yeah, all off didn't feel quite as on the nose as uh, it probably could have been yeah yeah that sort of it was, a, it was a very clever, neat tie-up of it, I guess, in that sense. And then, but otherwise, it was very funny too. Which, you know, I guess it it ranged in humour. I have to say, from you know, kicking someone in the nuts sort of humour to, <laughs> <laughs> Man, to sort of football. like clever, clever plays with uh, <laughs> pop culture and that. But um, it was, yeah, it's a big range there. And I think they're obviously targeting it as a broad range family film so anyone can enjoy it yeah absolutely and part of that as well as you sort of have the transition between the real world and the game and it seems actually pretty seamless um and the tone is balanced really well in this movie so it always keeps at this constant happy level um i don't feel that this movie slowed down at all and it kept my attention and it kept entertaining me so i think that's a really big bonus that a lot of films don't know quite how to do all the time Mm, which is good because I mean, it's almost two hours long. Like it's it's yeah. not a short it's not a short movie, and yeah, it never felt um it, dra it never dragged at any point. 
Yeah, and it certainly doesn't sort of detract from either of the plots taking place. So in the real world, you have Millie and this lawsuit where she's trying to sort of, uh, I guess this is a light spoiler, but she's up against Taika Waititi, who's this huge conglomerate gaming organisation. And then you also have what's going on with Guy in the game and his, um, I guess, almost coming of age story in a way. Yeah, he's four years old. Um, I think I think what makes it work as well is you, they're all really likable. Like even Parker Martini's yeah. complete douchebag <laughs> video game CEO was like likable. Yeah, the, and then the you've pipe, got yeah. you know, Joe, Joe Keery that literally voted the world's most likable man playing <laughs> in there as well. Jodie Comer yeah. was great. Jodie Comer was really good. Very different yeah, to what she, she normally does. Yeah, certainly <laughs> well, not killing, like, killing Eve Assassin. Eve, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I still haven't watched, but everyone keeps telling oh, me. But she's, her performance in that's great. But yes. she, also, she was sort of uh, pulled off three different characters, I thought, when I was watching it. But they, yeah. they were a seamless uh, mix. And it's sort of her optimistic before they're releasing the game, mm -hmm. seeming, you know, really naive and so on. Then... The jaded one pursuing, yeah, uh, but then as her avatar as well. So it was like three mm. different performances running at once. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I was really taken back by how well she did that, and it was testament to her acting, that's for sure. Yeah, she was very, very strong in this movie. Mm. Um, I guess ultimately it all falls on Ryan Reynolds' shoulders. Yeah, it's he's, yeah, he's so well practiced at doing that, though. I, I, he just does this likable yeah. <laughs> half. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it I, I'm wondering how long that would that shtick will hold with him over the years. Um, it certainly works for this, like, I've got no criticism of it, but I've, it's sort of I'm starting to realize that how often do you want to see approach, yeah, and um. It's still good fun. Uh, the, the one little bit that I probably slight disagreement on, and well, maybe not a disagreement, but an observation I had was I found Taika Waititi was a bit inconsistent because I think he's he was trying to twist the humour to his type of character, but the lines didn't fit. If you get what I mean, it was sort of like yeah. you know someone's trying to say something in another language with an accent that they can't do but he's trying to deliver comedy in a way that doesn't actually suit him yep. and, and it just yep. seemed inconsistent and i'm wondering the ones that really worked were where he was given the opportunity to redo Add the lines a bit. yeah yeah and yeah. It, sort of, it was just it was the only thing that i sort of went oh it's a bit of a shame it was like i had really high expectations and um yeah but it's just one thing i noticed uh, beyond that, I don't know what I'd fault. It's <laughs> it's uh, production values, obviously, through the roof, and the mm. the visuals are amazing. Yeah, I love the visual style. When you see Guy put the glasses on for the first time and he sees his world in the same way that the gamers do, I thought that was so amazing and it looked great. It gave me, um, it might sound a bit strange, it gave me sort of Blade Runner vibes just with sort of like everything sort of <laughs> got neon those neon colours and those lights and I was just like, oh, okay. I'm enjoying this. It's yeah. even good when he did it the second time too. It's sort of like yeah. he's still just as shocked. And... Yes, and he just lifts the glasses quickly and then puts them back on again. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the fun yeah. ways it played with like like all the weird stuff happening in the background of every yeah. shot. <laughs> just, people like just jumping up and down as they do in video games. <laughs> yeah, people running into walls. Uh, yeah. That's really... <laughs> and then like someone kills someone in the street and stops to teabag them and <laughs> all those sort of weird video game idiosyncrasies of the Yeah, what are they? They're like the celebration <laughs> dances or community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the weird cameos, like Channing Tatum was... Yeah. So that was strange. genuinely funny. <laughs> well, he's, like, screaming at his mother. <laughs> yeah. Who are you talking and Hugh, to? Hugh Jackman was in there. <laughs> yeah, he, yes, was, he was, the was in the alleyway. Yeah. yeah. John Krasinski is the, mm-hmm. the blacked-out gamer in the interview. <laughs> yep. The Rock is apparently... Sorry, <clears throat> Dwayne Johnson <laughs> <laughs> was one of the bank robbers, apparently. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I, there was a long list of cameos. I Chris Evans, obviously. That yeah, was Chris, my favorite one. <laughs> uh, Tina Fey was the mum vacuuming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there was a yeah, yeah there was a lot of uh, all of uh, Ryan Reynolds' friends snuck into this. <laughs> It was a nice blink and you'll miss it. Um, it doesn't, it, relying on those sorts of cameos isn't something that the film's trying to do to make you sort of be like, wow, this is so packed with stars. It's just there f- to make it funny. So yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it has a different kind of function. And I felt, I felt like the only one that was really on the nose was the Chris Evans one. Well, Maybe it's a, just a bit more overt. Him playing himself. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It would have been like Showing up as Wolverine and things yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Right. I quite like the Channing Tatum because it was it sort of then played around with that idea, I guess, of avatars and you've got this really dweeby <laughs> weird looking dude. Absolutely. And they makes himself picks... look like Channing Tatum. Also and with all someone... of his deviant <laughs> behavior. Yeah. Picking someone like Channing Tatum is a really good idea because he's also a very good comedic actor. Like, if you've seen 21 or 22 Jump Street, he's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's come a long way from um, Magic Mike, that's for sure. Yeah, or that, um, <laughs> or that dancing movie. I don't remember what it's called, but it was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the one that's not Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. Not that I like that one either, but anyway. <laughs> Oh, um, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think uh, credit has to go to Sean Levy as well. He's obviously yeah. experienced so much in the, I guess, managing the comedy, and it is that sort of comedy, uh, and special effects. So I think of like Night at the Museum and yeah. how that's juggled quite well in the different characters and personalities and really strong actors. Obviously, like. Robin Williams in that one, and he's mm. utilised really well. But um, in this one, it shows that he's well practiced. And there's sort of that Stranger Things yeah. mishmash of, uh, I guess, what would you say? It it's uh, cultural points put together in one go, so treated very yeah, well. And all of those references and things that mm. just referencing a different part of pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it. Sorry, you go. No, 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 you go ahead. Um, the only sort of clunky bits, or I guess not clunky bits, but the only thing that I feel has to be acknowledged is how much Ready Player One 
really sort of yeah. set this <laughs> set this world up for them to yeah. use. Um, it, it's really important that I think that's acknowledged. Um, and interestingly, because Disney got to own it, they got to do in this film what Ready Player One couldn't do, and that was include uh, franchises like Star Wars and Marvel and so on into the actual film. Yeah, they they they, they tried, but <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Ernest Klein puts a lot in that book that uh, would have been amazing to see on the big screen, yeah. but copyrights and things. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I I I particularly like the. Uh, while um, we're watching it, my wife's like, making video games isn't like that, where they're like on the keyboard, and, like <laughs> the code starts. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> the uh, leaps in logic when it comes to uh, making video games. But it sort of plays into the fantasy of it. Wow. It's not very exciting looking at someone just typing. So. It's code. <laughs> <laughs> How amazing that would have been. <laughs> No, I so also I, I'm yeah. Glad I watched it. Yeah, I am too. And um, I guess the last thing that I just quickly wanted to mention too was um, I loved the breakup of um, I guess an original score littered with this '90s pop music. I thought that was utilized really, really well. Like I could listen to Mariah Carey's "Sweet Fantasy" all day. <laughs> glad none of us can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Christmas is right around the corner, Scott. You oh, know what time it is. Well, I'm so glad I don't work in a CD shop anymore. Um, no, it's, it's Christmas time. Mariah must come out of her cave and feed. Oh, she had the deluxe Scary Christmas. Last year. That was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she feeds upon the frequency bouncing of our eardrums. Exactly right. All I want for Christmas. Oh, is I thought you were going to say she feeds off the tears. <laughs> The tears of retail stuff everywhere. She just lick, licks them up. It's Mariah Carey and Buble. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. But I, I, I think my biggest disappointment with Free Guy is that we didn't get to see it on a big screen because I feel like it, it really begs for that kind of spectacle. But yeah. here we are in a pandemic still. <laughs> Yeah, it is a pity. I just feel the scale is built for cinema. It would have been spectacular. Yeah, so if you get the opportunity, it's showing in cinemas now. Go see it in the cinema. I guess if you have to settle for streaming, it's definitely worth watching. But yeah, I really would have loved to have seen it on a big screen. And I mean, I still might. Still might when, uh, yeah, when uh, our freedom day comes around. <laughs> anyway, a free guy. I liked it. That's no, good. It's very good fun. So much fun. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Popped Culture. I've been Scott. I'm still Jason. And I'm still Monica. Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason, Eddie, Monica Porto, and Scott Souder. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for Free Guy, and the song at the end was Fantasy by Mariah Carey. If you're enjoying the show, please I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to find us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod, on Twitter at popcultureau, and we are also available on Instagram. Oh, oh, oh.